One knock knock, who's there? Another episode of Smoochie Town. My name's Marco. I want to thank Purple Banter, Katya, and LJ for producing this bad boy. And before we get to this very exciting guest, let me tell you, it's the drop of the week, and we're gonna rewind for a little bit. We're gonna rewind it back about six years when I first came out here. I came out here for a film called The Chaos Brief, and it did so well, it was accepted into Cannes Film Festival, The Market, which I mean it did kind of well. So me, the cast, and the producers went all the way to Cannes for rants. And guess what? It was beautiful. I was going to get a lot of smoochy towns that week. So as soon as I got there, I hooked up with a girl. And I took her to smoochy town. And then, two days later, I couldn't stop sweating in my sleep. Let me tell you, I was sicker than a dog. I went to the doctors in France, and they diagnosed me with hep C. Everyone was making fun of me, that I'm a dirty little boy. And then the sweating didn't stop after the medication was administered. So there must have been something wrong. Okay. So I took an emergency flight first class. It was fantastic. Not the fact that I was throwing up and shitting out my pants. Uh, with the exec, went back to Tampa, Florida, where my mom was staying and immediately went in the emergency room with her. And I was there sweating profusely. And the doctor comes in and I had to tell the doctor what drugs I ever took in my life, especially the past week. I looked at my mom. My mom was like, go ahead, honey. And then the list started. I said, you know, Adderall, of course, uh, weed, nicotine, caffeine, the usuals, Molly, ecstasy, acid, ketamine. Uh, yeah, you name it, I took it. And that, that wasn't the point of the whole story or me getting mono, but the point was that doctor... Didn't want to take me to Smoochie Town, let me tell you. Okay, that was the drop of the week. Sorry, mama. Okay, I'm excited for this guy, okay? He is a reality star. He's a physical specimen. He has a new bar open in Studio City called Jax's. It's Jax Taylor! Get that coffee, baby. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on, my man. Pop that down. Oh, brother. How are you? I'm good. I'm kind of hurting. I'm still coming off the Vegas flu, as they call it. Just got back from BravoCon, which was absolutely... It looks sick. I mean, okay, so just to back up a little bit, yeah. um, I've been on reality TV for the last decade of my life, but I took about a two-year break. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't been in that world in a long time. So going to Vegas... With my wife, I was a little nervous. I was a little on edge. I was kind of like, are people still going to remember me? Are they still going to like me? Yeah. I just didn't know. I just, I was just really, really nervous. But, uh, you know, Bravo was just so amazing. You know, when they found out I was going to be out there, like, Jax, we definitely obviously want you part of our event and this and that. So I came, I showed up, and we had probably the longest line, my wife and I, out of everybody in the cast. No way. I mean, we were there for two and a half hours taking pictures. Uh, people were just so amazing, so nice. It was just so humbling. Um, it just felt really good. I mean, I had girls rushing to the bathroom trying to get pictures with me. It was crazy. I just, I felt like, I felt like Justin Bieber. Like yeah. people, went, girls were just going crazy. And it was just like, I went back to my wife. I'm like, God, this feels so good. You know, it just, it felt, and then we went back to our room afterwards. And it was like, I was in such a high, mm -hmm. you know, because like I said, I stepped away from uh, the show for two years. I'm back now, but, um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to fit in again. Like I wasn't sure if I was going to just walk right back into the old, the old routine or i just didn't know you know i was like i said i was nervous so uh i, I had no reason to be though because everybody was just so welcoming it was amazing i had such a great time 
Uh, we went uh, to Jewel one night. James was DJing. Yo, that looks, I'm friends with James as well. That looks it was, fun as it fuck. Was yeah, awesome. you People were standing. chanting my name and all this. And it's like, oh my God, okay, I still got it. All yeah, right, yeah, cool. Yeah. Man, it felt really, really good. And, uh, you know, got to hang out with some of my old Bravo friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Kind of, we, It was kind of like a family reunion of all the Bravo shows. So we all got to hang out and see each other and yeah. reminisce. And you know, I haven't seen a lot of people since I had a son, you know. So the last time I saw a lot of people was I just got married. So oh, wow. it, it was fun. It was fun reminiscing with everybody. It was really humbling and it was emotional and it was just, it's just good to be back. I saw your stories on Instagram. It was good it to was be back. insane. The yeah. lines and stuff. That, do you enjoy that? I do. I or do. Or does like, it get annoying no, at no, a certain I mean, point? No, no. I, I mean, we're there for the people. People pay a lot of money to be at BravoCon. I mean, it was super expensive to be there. And there had to be about 30,000, between 30 and 40,000 people there. Oh, wow. It was a lot of people. Most popular show, I'm assuming. Uh, the Vanderpump Rules, yeah, yeah. It is the most popular show right now. Um, and it was just, it was like I said, it was just, I, it was, I can't even talk. It was just so surreal. We, you know, as soon as we got out of the car, people were screaming and yelling like I was about to perform at Staples. <laughs> it was insane. Like I just haven't had that in so long. And like I said, and I was just kind of like, so we, my wife and I were just so nervous. Like, are people going to accept us? Are they going to like yeah. us? Or are we going to get booed? Or, I don't know. I didn't know what to think. Well, if you don't mind me asking, why did you leave? What was the whole process um, of that? You know, long story short, we just needed a break. We okay. needed a break. I mentally, I needed a break. I've been on the show for nine years. I need to recharge the batteries. I have thick skin. You know, I, I am was the bad boy on the show. But, uh, you know, I just kind of after, you know, just being on the show for so long, I needed to step back for a mm -hmm. little bit. And, you know, I talked about it with my team and, the, and NBC's team. And, you know, it was it was just a good thing. It was a good thing. But like everything else, I missed it. I missed it a lot. Mm -hmm. The networks missed me. The fans missed me. And we thought, you know what? Two years went by, uh, you know, COVID happened. We had a baby. The world was changing. I just didn't know if I want to be back on TV again. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. And then I talked to her with my wife. I go, what do you think if we, you know, go back? And I go, I got to be honest with you. I miss it. I miss it a yeah. lot. You know, this is what I'm good at. I'm good at this. You know, there's not very many things I'm good at. And this, is, <laughs> and this is one of them. So she's like, you know what? I, I know you miss it. I know you love it. I know it was, it, took, it was a piece of you that, you know, when you stopped doing it, it left you and you haven't been the same. So yeah, why don't we try it? And it just felt really good that the networks were calling me, you know, be like, yeah. Jax, we're excited about this. We're excited to have you back. And um, I got a couple projects in the works and and I just got done filming House of Villains for NBC. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Looks yeah. Amazing. Even though I was the first one voted off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it, but thanks for the spoiler. Okay. Oh, sorry. Well, um, yeah, I was the first one voted off, but I do come back. I do come back oh, to the shit. show. So okay. um yeah, they can't get rid of the number one guy that easily. You so, can't, you can't you know, be the number one guy in the group. Um, I think it was a very shocking to to NBC that I got voted off first. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I had such a great time. I was with the most iconic reality stars of all time. It's the 10 biggest reality stars going head to head in a house and competing. So, I mean, I guess it was a little embarrassing getting voted off first, but it's also kind of like, well, I am the biggest threat. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the, you know, the biggest guy there. I'm the most yeah. athletic there. Between me and Johnny Bananas, we're kind of head and head. So we are threats. We're competitive people. So and he's if, probably one of the most quintessential reality stars from MTV. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's awesome. Really love him a lot. Him and I just, we got along in the house. We worked out together. We have a lot in common. We just, you know, girls drinking, working out, <laughs> yeah. you know, we just, we just had a lot in common. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, we were probably the two biggest competitors there. So yeah, I mean, if I was the other cast members, I would have voted me off too. I was, I was aggressive. I came in there like a steam, like a, like a wrecking ball. What's the process of that? Like, is it, it was, just physical challenges? It's physical challenges. Uh, 
but you know, like I said, I was only there for four days. So, uh, yeah, I, I went balls to the wall. And that's the name of the first challenge, balls to the wall. Oh, wow, and wow. I went in, like, first of all, I've never been on a competition reality show before. Everybody else has. Everyone else has been on a show where they're, uh, where they're eliminated. Yeah. I'm on a docu-series. I'm on a show where it continues like Which a soap opera. Which is the show to be on because you but don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't have to worry about, like, getting voted off. So, I've never done anything like this. So, when I, when I got approached by NBC, they're saying, hey, Jax, we're doing this show called House of Villains where it's the 10 biggest reality stars. You are the top of our list. We'd love you to have it. And I talked with my wife. Like I said, we were during COVID. I was going to have to leave her for 30 days. I didn't know how long it was going to be. It could be there a day. It could be there 30 days. I didn't know. Yeah. So we just have, we have a new son too. I'm like, are you going to be able to handle this by yourself? You know, no help. We don't have a lot of any help here. So um, she's like, yeah, go ahead. I know this will be exciting for you. And uh, uh, yeah, I walked into that house and um yeah, I was with some really iconic people like Omarosa, uh, Tiffany, I Love New York, Tanisha from yeah. Bad Girls Club, uh, Bobby Likes, Johnny Fairplay, Johnny Bananas, uh, you know, just some people that are just iconic in the reality world mm -hmm. uh, that were doing it way before me, you know, yeah. the people that kind of just laid the foundation for reality. So I was really out of my element, man. These women were, these women are tough women to go against. I mean, you're going against scary, women. scary, dude. I mean, you ever watched like, fuck. especially like the girls from like the Bad Girls Club and like mm -hmm. I Love New York. They're so witty and smart. They will kill you with words. And I'm a very stock fighter. I'm like, well, fuck you. And yeah. that, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. I don't got them. So they're, reliable. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're like, well, I'm going to take your firstborn. You're the devil. You're a demon. What? Like, I'm like this. I was like, I literally teared up. I had one, of them, <laughs> one of them made me tear up. I was like, I was like, you don't even know me. You're calling me a demon. And I was like, and then I, I just, yeah, it was just, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's rewind a bit. So you're from Michigan, right? You grew up, you went to Michigan State? Nope, nope. I, <laughs> nope, I went to Hall Road High, which is a community college in Michigan. Uh, I, I'm the only one in my family that didn't go to college. I started a community college. Wikipedia sucks. Why, they said I went yeah, to Michigan State? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I'm the only one in my family that didn't go to Michigan State, oh, <laughs> actually. Okay. Yeah, I got all uh, doctors and engineers in, uh, in my family, and I'm the uh, black sheep. I was like, you know what? I went to college for a couple semesters, and I was just daydreaming. I would just daydream. I sit in the front row like, why am I here? Why am I here? And one day, I just said, you know what? I can't do this. I went home to my parents. Like, I just can't do this. This is just not for me. It's just yeah. not for me. I tossed the books in the garbage. I packed up my car, and I moved to Miami. And I was like, like a week later. I go, it just wasn't for me. I just really? can't sit and read books. And I just, I, you know, my dad was such a conservative man. He's like, you know, I want you, your paychecks, get a good job. You know, everybody in our family just has really, really good jobs. And I'm that one that just didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. But I knew for sure I didn't want to go to college. Yeah. Because I was just wasting my dad's money. I'm like, dad, I'm not studying. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to the bars. I go, I don't want you to pay for something like this. I go, I know, you want, of you, I know you want me to go to college. And I know that's what you're, you know, Grant, that's what you have in store. But I go, I'll make it on my own. I promise you I will. It might take me a little longer, yeah. but I'll figure out a way. And sure enough, I did. You know, I did all right, but it took me a little longer, but I did. So where did Jax come from? Because your real name is Jason, right? Right. My real name is Jason. Uh, so I started modeling in Miami in 1999. Signed with Ford? I My first agency was with, yes, yep, Ford Chicago. I signed with Ford Chicago, killed it in Chicago, did everything I could possibly do there. Then they're like, where's my next step? So I went to Miami, went to down, worked down there, uh, signed with an agency called... Uh, was it, uh, who was down there? Uh, it was called Select. And oh, then yeah, I yeah. was with, uh, Select was in London and Miami. Signed with that agency. Then I signed with uh, Ford down there as well. I kind of jumped all over the place. Uh, towards the end, that's when I started jumping all over the place. But in the beginning, I stayed right, right about there. I uh, was with Next as well. But yeah, so I went down there, modeled, did the thing over there, kind of did everything I could possibly do in Miami. And then I go, okay, where do you go next after here? Then you go to Europe. 
and then you go to Europe and build your book. It's like boot camp for models. What? So oh. you go to London, you go to Germany, you go to Australia, build your portfolio, and then you go to New York. You don't go to New York until you oh, all really? the other places. Yeah, because New York's like the Mecca. It's like the Holy Grail. It's like going to the. I would think going to Europe's harder. No, it's easy over there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Were you more fitness or like runway? That's the problem. So I, I was a lot bigger at the time over there, and I would go over there. They sent me to Milan, and I was like, I can't even get my pants. I can't even get the leg on. So they spent all this money. My just like you're going there. I'm like, and I was losing a lot of weight at the time. I wasn't eating, but I was just my body type was just too bulky. Like, and I'm like, yeah. I, and I go like, you need to lose more weight. And I'm like, this is not worth it. This is not worth. It. I mean, I love the job and it's fun and everything, but I like to work out. I, this is not for me. So literally, I was supposed to be in Paris, whatever, for like a month. I was there for a week. I go, this is just not for me. Nothing against it. It was yeah. just a little bit too. The guys were a little too feminine for me. Like, yeah, I, for I, sure. You know, I go, I want to do like Target and Kohl's and Old Navy and Walmart. Like those are the big jobs. Yeah. Over in Europe, you do like the Vogue and the men's this, which is cool and you're wearing fun clothes and everything, but the money's not there. You want to be doing the Walmart, the Kohl's, the Old Navy. Yeah. And I go, listen, I love working out. I like to smile. They don't, guys don't like to smile over there. Mm -hmm. You know, they're androgynous. I don't know the word, androgynous. Yeah. And it's not right? me. That's that's, that's not yeah. me. I go, I, I lift weights. I'm smiling. I want to be on the beach running and having fun. Yeah, lifestyle. I go, print. this is just not. So I, I got on a plane and I, I went back to Michigan where I'm from. And I was like, well, I guess this is it for me, right? And then, like, well, you can go to California. This is in 2005 now. So then you're yeah. like, all right, I'll go to California. I go, because I asked, I go, where can I do the jobs like Walmart and Kmart and all that other stuff? Like the, I want to do the Old Navy and Target commercials. That's what I want to do. You got to go to California. So that's what I did. And then, yeah. So when you got to California, what was that whole process? Because I, I looked up your credits. You were in Sharknado? I was in Sharknado. That was a little That's a later. great cred, dude. That's <laughs> I did a, a lot of things. Cred. I was in Dexter. I was in Cold Case. I was in NCIS. I was in... Uh, so you kind of went more to acting because there's more substance in that rather than I just thought like I wanted to be an actor. Pretty. Well, I'll go back. So we started... I started signing with LA Models. As soon as I got here, I got with LA Models. And uh, it was great. And then I thought, okay, doing well here. Let's try this acting thing out a little bit. Then I got started getting scripts. And I was like, I can't memorize shit I'm just, <laughs> i am not good at memorizing i go this is not going to work for me so i called my agent i go is there anything i can do like day playing or i just get like one-liners here and there can i do stuff like that yeah uh i tried that out a little bit i just i just wasn't good at it. i wanted it so bad i wanted it so bad i'm like i can do this i'm a good looking guy i want to be i saw american pie one on and i'm like that's what i want to do Stifler? i want to be stiffer <laughs> i want to be those roles yeah, put yeah, me yeah. in there it's a lot harder than it yeah, is when you get out sure. here but uh that's where it started. And then I was kind of just teeter-tottering out here, uh, you know, doing modeling jobs, not sure what I wanted to do. Uh, got a girlfriend, Stassi, at the time. And then I was just kind of getting out of the modeling industry. I was 30. I went, When I got out, I was like, I want to say, what am I, 44 now? So I got out when I was 31. You're 44. I'm 44. You look fantastic. Thank you. I'm 28 and we look the same age. What is going I, on? I got out of modeling. So when I, I left modeling when I was 31, I was done. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a bartending job. I don't want to model anymore. I don't, really? I just didn't like it. There's no union. You're not protected. I was always behind. I would work a lot, but it'd be take forever to get my paychecks. I yeah. go, this is just not fun for me anymore. So I was working at Sir. got a job at Sir. And this is before the show. Even this is before the about. show. Yeah. I started dating Stassi uh, on the show. Uh, I'm sorry. I started dating Stassi and she got me a job at her bar, which was called Sir. And I started working there. And then I was just like, I just don't want to be in California anymore. So I called my dad. My dad's like, are you done playing around? You done jerking off? <laughs> he's like, you had your fun, your fix. Are you ready to come back and get a normal job? I go, yeah. Yeah. I go, he's really? like, what do you think you want to do? I go, I know what I want to do. I want to be a firefighter. Uh, he, he goes, okay. I go, he, I go, how much money? He goes, how much money do you have? I go, dad, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have anything. I go, I'm living like paycheck to paycheck. I'm overdrafting. He's like, listen, I'll make you a deal. 
I'll, say, I'll cut you a check. I'll put money in your account. You pack up your truck right now. I had a big truck at the time. Pack it up and get home. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. Okay. So he did that. Uh, I packed up the car. It was like a, what? It was a Thursday. This is a really good story. It was like Thursday or Friday. My truck's all packed up. I had an old GMC Sierra. Packed it all up. Packed the brim. Get ready to go. I get a call from Lisa Vanderpump. This was Saturday. Jax, I have an audition for you. Uh, we have this idea for a show. Uh, and I'm like, fuck. I go, it's Saturday. I go, I, got, I told my dad I leave on Monday. He's like, the, the audition is Tuesday. It's a, kind of for like a pilot for this show, which is now Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I've been promised so much stuff. You know how I many commercials and shit I went on that I got it and I never got picked up. But you know how you ever do that where you oh, book a commercial? Sure. I shot Old Navy commercials, Target. You, you get them. And that's only halfway. That's not even, once you shoot the commercial, you don't even know if it's going to air. Oh, so, and you if know, you're not in the final edit, you don't get the buy. Well, I didn't realize <laughs> what that meant. Like, that's only half of it is getting it. Then you, it has to air for you yeah. to even make the money. So yep. it's like, anyway, so a lot of that happened. I booked Old Navy. I'd film it. Didn't get it. Taco Bell. Filmed it. Didn't get it. I was just getting stressed. I was fed up. I'm like, this is, this is, I'm done. Were you just catfishing casting? Did you not I was just, I would get the part. No, I would get them. I would get the part. We'd film it. And they're like, oh, we went a different direction. Oh, we went a different direction. Oh, yeah. we decided not to use it. Or you're cut out. Yeah. And it was just like one after the other. And that's brutal in your it's ego. It's discouraging. It's so, <laughs> you know. I'm used to, I was a big fish in a small pond. Now I'm out here and I'm a small fish in a big pond. You know, yeah. I'm like, what is the going on? Like, it hurts my ego. Yeah, I have a yeah. big ego. I'm a good looking guy. I, I'm not like, a demon. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she, I, I don't know what it was. A little birdie on my shoulder said, Jack, stay, stay, go to this little pot, uh, go to this little audition. I said, okay, I'll stay. I didn't tell my dad. I go, I left a day later. Uh, I go, dad, uh, no, I went to the audition. I go, Dad, I forgot what I told my dad. I go, Dad, I can't leave till Wednesday now instead of Tuesday because he he knew when I was leaving. He was tracking me. And uh, so I did the audition. Uh, and I guess the rest is history. Literally had $0 in my bank account. I had $1,000 that my dad get me to get home to drive from here to Florida. And, you know, I stayed. I did the audition. And... Uh, what was here that we are. season one like? Did you know what you were getting yourself into? Or did you understand that this is going to be one of the biggest reality shows of all time? I, we had no idea. And reality back then too, was it was very wishy-washy. No one knew. It was, it was almost like, if you're going to be an actor, you can't do reality in those times. Same. That's it was a whole, literally like, my predicament you couldn't, right now. Yeah. You couldn't do it. Now Now everybody has reality. Everyone. Uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg's got a show. Clint Eastwood's got a show. Yep. Everybody's got reality. It was a different world though. But as soon as you crossed over to that reality world back then, I, I can't remember how many years ago. This was 12 years ago. 13 years ago, you goodbye uh, being a real actor. So you had to make the choice. And I was like, well, I'm not going to be an actor. I'm not good at it, but I think I'm good at this. So we had every, all my friends worked at this bar called Sir. It was just chaos. It was very incestuous. We were all sleeping with each other. We were all hooking up with each other. It was the hot spot in LA at the time. Uh, you know, I loved my job. I love bartending there. And Lisa Vanderpump was like, listen, you guys are a crazy fucking bunch of kids. That's what we were. We were a crazy bunch of kids. We all hung out together. We worked together. We were just kind of like, we were like the cast of friends. We were just yeah. always together all the time. And she was like, you know what? I think there's a TV show here. There's a TV show here somewhere. So she pitched it. Uh, to her producers because she was on housewives at the time she pitched it to the housewives producers and uh we did a casting just like this interviewed and uh the rest is history really yeah that's amazing that's how it all came about so now you're on house of villains and i just got off uh it's currently airing uh fuck boy island yes on the CW. congratulations so that's, thank you it's more competition based though uh so how as a reality show veteran 
uh, what any advice for a newcomer and because I was an actor right. and I still am right. but at the end of the day what gets me off isn't winning an Oscar or an Emmy like I'm not I like being myself I like hosting I like doing this shit you know yeah. so how would you what advice would you give me uh, navigating I, the reality show route did you now is this your first reality show I was on X on the Beach on MTV okay. uh, for like three episodes was that a competition show as well it was dating I, as well you know, I want to be like on a Vanderpump Rules like a Jersey Shore-esque yeah you know like yeah a, uh, I mean, keep doing what you're doing. Obviously, you know, you're doing, I think you're on the right path. You got the podcast, you're on these reality shows. I mean, there's nothing, I, I'm surprised you're not on one by now already, to be yeah. honest. Uh, you know, the, the mistake that I made uh, was not doing my research. When I went on this competition show, my manager, my friends are saying, you need to study. You need to know what you're getting into. I'm like, fuck that. I'll just, I'll bully my way through it. I'm a guy, I'll just bully. Yeah. And that's what I'm, that's what I was going to do. That was the worst thing I could have ever done. I should have watched Survivor. I should have watched MTV because it's not just about bullying. You got to be mentally ready. Like you got to fuck people over. You got to cheat, lie, and steal. I don't want to fuck people over. I, I know. Wanna. And I didn't want to do that either. And I was the biggest villain. And I did when I was on Vanderpump. I was that guy. Yeah. But now they're putting me on a show where I got worked. I worked so hard. I went to so much therapy to get rid of that piece of shit human being that I was. I was a piece of shit. I was a cheater. I was a liar. Steal. I did anything I could to get to the top. I didn't care. I didn't care about anybody. I was steamroll over everybody. Yeah, the audience loved it. Yeah, I was making tons of money, but I hated myself. It was mm. misery. So I worked really, really hard on myself to be back to the person that my mom and dad raised because I just lost it all when I came to Hollywood. I got. I didn't give a fuck who I hurt here. I didn't care. I didn't give a shit. And you know, now they're putting me on the show House of Villains where it's like, okay, it's okay to lie, cheat, and steal. And I'm like, wait a minute, I just paid so much money to make <laughs> in yeah, therapy yeah. <laughs> to make sure I'm not that person. And I have to work really hard on myself, even to this day, to be a good human being, which shouldn't be hard to be a good person. It just mm -hmm. should be really easy. But I've done it for so long and it just comes so easy to me that I have to work extra harder. And it's just a really sad thing to say, but I've come a long way and I have a beautiful wife that saved my life. I have a child that saved my life. I love my life the way it is. And I think that's a big reason why I kind of didn't last that long on House of Villains because it came so easy to them. And I was just, I walked in and they're like, Jax, you're not, even my wife was watching the first episode. She's like, who are you? I go, you kept your mouth shut. You were nice to everybody. I go, <laughs> I go, I don't want to be this person. I go, yeah, they're paying me and they're saying it's okay to be this person. I just don't want to be that guy. I don't want to lie and cheat and steal. I don't want to do any of that. I go, I'm just going to play the game. Honest. Didn't get me anywhere, but you know what? I'm okay with it. I, I left the show. I still got paid. It yeah, didn't matter, but, sure. uh, you know, I left the show happy. I was okay with how I left because, your, your you know. Your parents probably loved it. Loved seeing uh, you in that way. Well, my, they unfortunately, think of unfortunately, my father passed away five years ago and oh, I don't really speak to my mother anymore. So okay. she probably watched it. Who knows? But uh, yeah. I was okay with myself. And, I, and when my wife watched it, she was okay too. I'm like, yeah, I got voted off early, but I'm happy with how I acted mm -hmm. on the show. So do you now like being a business owner with Jackson in Studio City? I do. I got very fortunate, uh, you know, to to be a partner with uh, the guys that own Rocco's. Uh, the the Rocco's Wheel? Yeah, they own all the Rocco's. My partners, they own the 9 at USC. They own Hart Bar in West Hollywood. Wait, uh, is that Lance Bass? He's Lance Bass is a partner in Rocco's. Because he's an officiant. Didn't you officiant your wedding? He was. He was That's the, so yeah. freaking cool. Yeah, yeah. Did he, the rest of the crew go there and uh, sing a little fuck? I love Bye Bye Bye. That's my, <laughs> that's my karaoke. Every uh, time. Lance and I became friends over the years uh, through Lisa yeah. uh, and everything. And then uh, we just kind of just became friends and then i was like you know what i, I really love him to officiate my wedding so that's awesome uh, 
How was that? Was it a fairy tale? It was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, especially because everybody at my wedding was a big NSYNC fans too. And <laughs> singing Bye 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 at my wedding, like everybody, I mean, it's iconic. Like my sister, all the people that are younger, younger girls were all like, holy shit. We have somebody, I'm, like, I'm even looking up at the stars. I'm like, I have somebody from NSYNC yeah. at my wedding right now singing Bye Bye Bye. And he married me. It was just like, it was very surreal. I was very blessed. He's such a great guy. He's so nice. Uh, and um, I love him to death. I was very fortunate to have him. Yeah. How was being a new dad? And how old, how old is your son? What's his name? My son is uh, two years old. His yeah. name is Cruz. Cruz. Uh, good name. That's a good creative name. Cruz. Know? Yeah, Cruz Michael. Uh, he is the best thing in my life. I love him to death. Um, I love being a dad. I mean, I always knew I would be a good parent when the time was right. But, uh, and I knew I'm like how I was. My I, my wife's an amazing mother too. I just I didn't. I was a little worried. I was a little scary. But I tell you what, it's the best thing in the world. It is the best thing in the entire world. I. I that kid saved my life between him and my wife. He really, really saved my life. But uh, yeah, I really love it, man. I think about him all the time. I love hanging out with him. He's about to start school in January. I can't fucking believe he's Was about he to four, start school. Five, he's two. He's two? Yeah. Oh, he's starting yeah, early. He's a smart early. kid. Yeah, he's starting <laughs> early. He's starting out. Uh, uh, yeah, he's going to school in January right now. And uh, right now he's just uh, he's just a, just a bundle of joy. He's such a good kid. Doesn't cry. Just laughs all the time. Super smart. Great yeah. with numbers. Takes over the iPad, the phone. You know, eats like he's huge too. He's like <laughs> My my wife's size, my wife's side of the family is all they're all big, you know, they're like six four, six oh, wow. five. They're all from Kentucky. So all like corn fed, big, yeah. big boys. All her brothers are huge. And uh yeah, he's a big boy. He's huge already. Well, you played hockey growing up too, right? Yeah. Are you gonna get him into hockey? Uh I'm gonna it's put a him dangerous in a, sport. It is so very as a dangerous. Parent, it's yeah. probably like it's I don't very, think I'll let dangerous. my kid play football. With the concussion shit. Yeah. It's just like some of the shit you see out there. They're I, I was scary. thinking that same thing too. I was talking about with my wife. I'm like, I don't know if I want him to play football because it's very dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's not like when we grew up. It's a different world now. People are vicious. The game is faster. Kids are stronger. It's just it's just yeah, a scary. Yeah, like two years old. Like people are lifting weights cruise. online. It's like, you, it's just, we didn't have social media and any of this stuff, you know? Like we just did whatever we wanted. We The kids now are working out younger. They're taking supplements. They're stronger than they should be. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. you got like grown men in high school. I look at these kids and I watch college football. And these guys are gigantic. And these high school kids are huge. Massive. And it, they didn't look like that when I was younger, you know? So I don't know. I'm going to put them in a little bit of everything. And I want them to choose. I don't care if he wants to dance, if he wants to do gymnastics, soccer, football. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to load him up with everything so he can't get in trouble. Yeah. That's what my parents, that's, that's what my parents did. I, I was so busy with extracurricular activities that I didn't have time to get in trouble. I was oh. in sports, or you know, uh, I was just always loaded up with stuff to do. Were you the cool kid in high school? I didn't did become you, the did cool kid. I didn't become the cool kid till my senior year. I started dating. I don't. I grew into my own looks my senior year, and uh, I started dating a cheerleader my senior year. And uh, yeah, it, I kind of ditched. Like I was like middle of the pack up until my senior year, okay. you know, and then I kind of left that group. And went moved hanging out with the cool kids. All of a sudden, got the varsity jacket, dating the cheerleader, and like oh, the cool central yeah. high school experience. Yeah, yeah. because at majority of my high school, I wasn't around. I was playing hockey, so I was traveling a lot. So I wasn't around for a lot of dances and stuff like that. I didn't have really have much time because I played travel hockey growing up. Yeah, like juniors. So, um, I I could have gone, but I decided not to do that. Okay. I I kind of went another different direction, but. Um, my life was surrounded by hockey. I was always in Canada. I lived, I grew up in Michigan, so we always were playing in Canada. I was in New York. I was never around. I was barely in school because mm -hmm. I was like, hockey was my life. That's all yeah. I did. Did you uh, lose your virginity to that cheerleader? I didn't lose my virginity till I was 19. Oh, late bluer. 19, I lost my virginity. Uh, well, it was mind, just like, it, and it? it was exactly, if you've seen the movie American Pie, just yeah. like that. Exactly. You had sex with your friend's mom, Sifra's mom? 
No, it wasn't that. It was, uh, it was, it was like the Tara, the Tara Reed when Tara Reed hooked up with him in bed. It was my, it was, oh. it was spring break. I uh, came back home from spring break. I met a girl. Uh, then we all went up to my buddy's cabin in the woods. All of us, all the guys had great beach, beach day and stuff like that. And this girl was a little older than me. She's about a year older than me. So she's a little more experienced. Yeah. Um, and of course I lied to her. She said, have you done this before? And I said, sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll leave it right there. But okay. yeah, um, yeah, I lost my Virginia. I was 19 to, uh, it was just like American Pie. That was like, you know, all my buddies were at a cabin up north. We're all on the beach and, you know, having yeah. fun and drinking and stuff. And it was only a two bedroom cabin and I, it was my turn to get the room, you know, oh. with the girl. So <laughs> nice. it was Sharon's just like Karen. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. And like, you know, of course I fell in love with her. Like I was 19 years old. The first time oh I, sex, well, I, I lost, fell in love. I, lost my I was Virginia. like, I'm going to get married I, to her. I, Mom and dad, I, this is it. This is over. Dude, I got a crazy Virginia story. I lost mine on a baseball mound, uh, a little different from the American Pie, but kind of the same, same. And I went to Old Boys Catholic High School. You're raised Catholic too, right? Yep. All right. Yeah. So she went to my prom, junior prom. I was 16 on a Friday. And then I went to hers on a Saturday, right? Okay. And we had sex both nights. Uh, lost my virginity. I was in love, like in love. Yeah. Allie Carson said, I'll never forget. And then come Monday in school, I found out she That went, was like five years ago for you. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> 28. And I Fucking found out from a friend, she went to fuck her ex-boyfriend who I go to high school with both nights. So then for like the longest time and kind of still am, uh, I feel sexually un inefficient. Like, cause she had to go fuck someone else to get her rocks off right after me. And I was in love with her. Like, dude, I wanted to propose. And my mom was like, what are you doing? You're 16. Oh, I had no fucking clue what I'm doing. And I, I just to take it a step further, I like literally did not know what I'm doing. And when I say it literally, I was like, this is too much to say it. Well, I, I was pumping hand lotion in my hand and rubbing it on me. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I <laughs> She's like, you're going to give me a yeast infection. I'm like, what is it? First of all, what is that? <laughs> Second of all, well, how else am I supposed to get it in there? Yeah, <laughs> like, come on. I didn't know. Like, I was I was lying through my teeth. I was just like, oh, I've done this. Uh, it was just so a embarrassing. full bottle of Jurgens on her. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, it was quite embarrassing. I didn't know. I just didn't know. I grew up in a very leave it to beaver, conservative um and and uh, suburbs in michigan you they know were strict, your it was just strict. very yeah, they were strict but we were like everybody left their doors open and when i say i grew up like american pie the first one that was like my neighborhood we all lived in the same block all our friends oh, i'd wow. be over timmy's house for dinner nobody locked their doors the garage doors were open everybody trusted everybody cool. i went to school i did everything good in school with friday nights were football games you know saturdays you were hanging with your boys and helping your dad on the weekends or you're playing with your buddies in the neighborhood and you're going to the fort in the back and riding dirt bikes I was very, that's, I grew up in the, in the early nineties, you know, yeah. late, I mean, I was born in 79, but like the early nineties were a different time and it was just so much fun. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. And I wish my son could enjoy that part of how I grew up because nowadays kids just don't, I feel like they just don't have fun. But yeah, that's, that's how I grew up. Very, just very, very vanilla. Nobody in my high school, like there was maybe one kid who lost his virginity. It was just very not. Oh wow. Just a bunch I mean, of prudes there. Just Michigan. everybody <laughs> held hands and made out and kissed. I think some <laughs> It that was, like was just it. Like I think there was one guy who like fingered. Him. I think one guy like fingered a girl in the back of the bus. It was like a big deal. Like it was just we just didn't. We just. I don't know, it, just it just wasn't. It wasn't like a thing for us. It wasn't until it was. Yeah. Until it was. How do you feel about raising your son in Los Angeles now and comparatively? Because <sighs> it's very I think very tough. I couldn't it's... imagine being because like I came out here when I was twenty like a high schooler in Los Angeles with the temptations, with the opportunities, like, it's, it's, are you, are you nervous for the future with that? And are you going to go elsewhere? 
it's a, the it's the conversation we're having right now, my wife and I, and I'm I'm like I told myself first of all, a I would never get married. <laughs> I would never get married. I never wanted kids. I never wanted dogs. I would never have a house. Now I have all of that. Yeah. I was just a very selfish person. Now I have all this stuff. I'm like when we got married, I go. I'm just telling you right now, we're not having kids in LA. It's not happening. I come from middle America, public schools. I I don't I don't want any of this. This is disgusting out here. I'm not raising a child in this mess. Yeah. Now I have a child and starting school, and I'm like I. It's tough because I'm just, I want to shelter him so much. There's, it's a different world. I'm still learning, you know? The world has changed in the last five years. Mm-hmm. And every week, I feel like every week the world is changing still, you know? I'm still learning. I feel like there should be a book for the people that are my age still trying to teach my kid on on what to do, what not to do. Uh, I just want him to be a good kid. I just want him to be good and I want him to be nice to everybody, friendly to everybody, Um uh, you know, have a big heart. But then again, I also don't want him to get walked on over it either. You know, I want him to be a tough kid as well. balance for sure. And I just, I just want him to treat everybody nicely. I want him to be kind. That's basically my big thing. And this place is just one of those places that'll chew you up and spit you out really easily. Yeah. Luckily though, he's got good parents and he's very, uh, you know, uh, I worked my ass off the last 10 years to make sure I can give my son everything that he that he wants you know i don't want him to be spoiled i want him to work for everything and, mm-hmm. and be a good person respectful yes sir no ma'am my wife's from kentucky so that southern like you know just responsible like a little gentleman basically is it fun to visit there kentucky i love it i love kentucky really? yeah i love my in-laws i i have great mother-in-law i have a great father-in-law my brother-in-laws are great um i love going there we go there we you know she lives on a 500 acre farm horses 500 pink. I mean, it's kentucky everybody's got hot horses you know so oh my god 500 acres we got all the animals uh she lives in the middle of nowhere on the kentucky river it's just gorgeous it's you can hear yourself think when you go out there mm. no cell phone service she has a farm and all her family lives on the farm like her aunt lives over here her grandmother her other aunt all on the property it's just so much fun. It's just like how I grew up. And I really, really wish my son could grow up like that. Just like going to the farm to get the eggs and stuff. I mean, there's enough acres. You could totally move He there, does. Right? He goes, we go there a lot. <laughs> we go there a lot. And it's definitely up there. And one of the decisions when we do decide to move, because I don't plan on staying here forever. Yeah. I just, yeah. Especially with like the job you have now. It's not like you have to be in LA for it necessarily. Maybe you don't. some press and stuff, but like you're only filming a reality show for a month and then like you do your thing. You know? Well, now I have a bar here and we plan on branching this bar. So the Let's next place they want to move on to Tampa. Tampa's going to be the next Oh, spot. no way, so bro. Put my, mom, my parents live in Tampa. I'm going there next week. All right. I'm so jealous. I just Dude, came back. So speaking of the bar, I did a little research. So you opened up Jack's. How would you describe what bear cheese is? Beer. Beer cheese. Would you call it bear? Bear cheese. How beer. do you pronounce it? Beer. beer. How do you say beer? Beer. Beer, beer, beer cheese, beer cheese. Yeah. Wait, is it beer or bear? Beer. Bear. You make it with beer. Yeah. But what am I saying? Bear. Like cocaine bear. Yeah. No, we're talking like Budweiser beer. Beer. Yeah. Oh, so it's beer instead of bear. Right. Okay. Beer cheese. Beer cheese. You make it with beer. That's why it's called beer cheese. How do you make it with beer? And does it taste I can't like tell you. I can't tell you the the, the recipe. Oh, okay. Uh, is that your favorite thing? You in the make menu? it with stale beer. So the beer has to sit out for like 24 to 48 hours. Skunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skunked beer. It's a real crazy process on how they make it, but the stuff is absolutely delicious. My wife's mamma, we call her mamma. So that's, it's a grandmother in the South. That's what they call it. She is like the world's best beer cheese, but she goes to all the festivals. She makes this oh, beer that- cheese that is so fucking good i mean you have it with pretzels and vegetables and whatever and she gave the recipe to us Ooh. uh we have it at, at jax's and it's we can't even keep it in like it's really every time we yeah we have to get the cheese from kentucky kentucky will not send the cheese to california so we have <laughs> it's like it's like we're smuggling in cocaine yeah. it's fucking cheese but the cheese is so it has to be from this place <laughs> and this in this uh, they won't ship it so we have to send somebody to the border of, of of nevada meet somebody at the border to get the cheese and bring it in why? Why are they being stingy with the cheds? It's just it's just their their way. They won't really? ship it here. 
Yeah. That's crazy. We're going to have to figure out a different process because I can't be setting a fucking runner to the border yeah. of Nevada and connecting to smuggling <laughs> little, cheese. Little beer mule. Beer cheese mule. So it's delicious though. You got to try it. Uh, we're going to start, it, we're selling it out of there too because people just want to like Postmate it and get it. And I want people to have it for the Super Bowl, for Thanksgiving yeah. and stuff like that. So we just opened last week. So uh, we're still working out the kinks, but uh, you know, I think we brought in like, literally a suitcase, like pounds of cheese from Kentucky. <laughs> We, should, we, we put it in our, our suitcases and we, we brought it in here for just to get the first batch. We thought it would last us. Okay, this will last us a month. Lasted yeah. like the first three days. It was gone. Gone. Really? What's your favorite thing in the menu there? Oh, the, everything the food delicious. is so good. I mean, we have a little bit of everything. We have mussels and clams and pizza and wings and pastas and the buffalo chicken sandwiches. And the Cruz has got his little menu of a kid's menu. And I got That's a dog. We got fun. a dog menu on there for, for if you want to bring your pets. And, oh, wow. Uh, but the pizza and the wings are probably some of the best I've ever had. And I'm not just saying that, but no, I, yeah. I partnered with the Rocco's Kitchen. So Rocco's has yeah, the best boneless of the chicken best, I've oh, ever had. It's delicious. And the mussels and the clams are. Oh, wow. You got some seafood too? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. How, of are, the, how are the drinks? The drinks are obviously delicious. It's, I mean, the bartenders are great there. Would you hire me as a bartender? I definitely would. Really? I definitely would hire you as a bartender. Absolutely. Do you see a spin But we're up? not like, you're the part, the, what I love is about our bar as opposed to nothing against all the other guys on the show who have bars who do the fancy cocktails. I'm not that way. I'm a sports bar, lounge kind of guy. Like I, yeah, I'm not a very fancy, bougie, West Hollywood, $30 drink kind of guy. I'm a Jack and Coke, give me vodka on the rocks. You know, I'm not a, I'm not fancy. That's not who I am. So when I opened this bar, I was very specific on how I wanted to do this. We have the beer garden and then we have the lounge. My wife did, the, she decorated the lounge. She loves the polo lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel. So she copied that basically. Nice. And she has that, that's hers. And then mine is the beer garden where we have the TVs, the picnic tables. Uh, you know, it's just a lot of fun. We have the darts, shuffleboard, what? Uh, you know, toss the ring. We got Jenga. You can play games. I just want it. And I want it easy on the wallet because we're in tough times. Yeah. You know, every everywhere you go, it's like, Everything's just cost a fortune. It's I, so I feel like every, $20 you can't, is a $20 is a new hundred. And it's like, it's a new hundred. Yeah. Have you gone out? Can you, like, how is it? You can't even leave your house without spending $100 anymore. Every date I go on is a minimum like $300. Obviously, Easy. I'm paying for everything, but like, it's it, ridiculous. I mean, I just went to like milk, for instance. I'd go two gallons of milk, $15 for two gallons of milk. Where'd you go? Uh, You're wrong? No, CVS. Oh, really? CVS. Just the, you know, the healthy milk for, you yeah. know, organic milk. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. It should be Irwan. That should be the prices. Yeah, yeah. Right. but Irwan even if you go to Seven Eleven, six dollars for a gallon of milk. That's nuts. I think that's just convenience based. But because Ralph's, Ralph's got some deals. Really? I'm a Ralph's guy. They I'm, have everything. I like Trader Joe's, but the snacks are good. But they don't have the essentials, like the like the meat and potatoes of everything. I just everything just costs a fortune. So my thing was, listen, I want cheap food. I want good food, but I want it cheap. I want people to come in there and they can wear shorts and flip-flops, t-shirt, watch the game. Uh, we're a Nebraska hub for Nebraska football. My buddy Dave. Why are you in Nebraska bar? Well, my buddy Dave is one of my best friends in my wedding. He's like, hey, obviously I'm going he goes, I'm a Nebraska alumni. Can I can I have my Nebraska, you know, games here? And he was the first one. So I was like, Yeah, sure, no problem. Do you have memorabilia up and shit? We have all the memorabilia. My wife went to UK, University of Kentucky. So when okay. basketball season comes, we're gonna do UK games. There you go. Uh it's gonna be an LA Kings uh uh, watch place. We're going to be having. You're uh, sacrificing some soul on that one because you're a, a little guy, bit, right? a little bit. But I want, I want it. Like I said, I want it happy for everybody. I love the sport of hockey, so whatever. I love sports. I don't. I'm not such driven into one team. I just love sports in general. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have uh, drag bingo. 
We're gonna have karaoke. Karaoke starts next week, actually. Uh, we're gonna oh, have. Oh, you know, I love some good karaoke. And baby. we're gonna do be doing live podcasts. People are gonna be coming in doing live podcasts out of. You can ever if you ever want to do oh, your podcast. Oh, we are hundred percent. So the people pit stop over there. So the people from like Bravo, uh, all the Bravo shows are they coming to visit? We're gonna be doing live podcasts where you can come in. Like we do a podcast on a Sunday. You pay what twenty five bucks. You get mimosas or Bloody Marys. You watch your favorite Bravo celebrities do a live podcast once a week. What? So this is all stuff in the works. But yeah, I've always wanted to do that, and I thought this is my bar. Why not host? live podcasts out of here you know and that way girls can come and find watch their favorite you know bravo celebrities uh sounds just inclusive yeah it's inclusive which a lot of bars in west hollywood and shit aren't yeah you know like i said it's for everybody it's i have a little bit of everything the menu is so good the venue is so good uh you know we're still tweaking things here and there we had to you know really rush to get the bar down fat bar done fast uh, for certain reasons that I can't talk about, but okay, okay. Uh, pretty excited about it. You'll see why in the future, why we had to rush, but uh, now we're just doing the fine tuning and everything. And I'm just, I'm just so blessed. It's every guy's dream to own a fucking sports bar. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I own a sports bar, you know, and this is another thing that's keeping me here now too. So when I got this bar, I'm like, shit, now I have to, now I really have to be here. It's not like I can just pick up and go. I have my name on a building. Are you, you know, hands I, on? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to be part of it as much as possible. I'm there. You know, we have Monday night football, Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I promise it wouldn't take a toll on my marriage. I told my wife, I'm like, this is not going to interfere with us. I, you know, I live five minutes from the bar. I drive my golf cart there. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a golf cart. I drive to work. Every day I go. check in with everybody. I go in. I take pictures with everybody. Um, I've learned to do water. Everybody loves to buy me shots. That's the problem I'm having with right now is everybody wants to buy me shots. Yeah. So now I'm always at the bar. I'm like, put it water, water, water. Oh, water. really? Yeah. <laughs> What's your drink of choice? I drink vodka straight. That's all I drink. Really? Yeah. Straight Tito's from the rocks. No way. Yeah. I think it tastes like rubbing alcohol. I love vodka. I, I will drink tequila. We have a yeah. great relationship with Casamigos. There are there are home uh there are our people. You okay, know. Yeah, so yeah. uh yeah, Halloween was great. We were, we opened Halloween night on the twenty eighth. I know we're I'm jumping all over the place no, here, but good. we uh opened on Halloween. It was a huge success. We had the premiere for House of Villains there. Um, I believe Love is Blind is having their par- party there. I, I'm really good with NBC, so NBC's kind of having all their there are yeah. premieres at my bar. So Let's go. yeah, yeah. People are renting it out for the holidays. We got about nine parties rented out, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I can't complain. I'm well, just really you, fortunate that people love the bar. I would, I'd love to do a karaoke night there. I'll get yeah. pack that place. Yeah. Uh, I'd love for you Barnes to do it. is my spot right now. But uh, what would you say uh, about, just get serious for a moment, uh, the whole Randall situation? Yeah. That's not, not to change the subject. No, no. But like, uh, I'm, curi- I, I'm curious. What do you want to know? I'm curious. Is he ever going to fucking pay you back? You know, he's just not a good person. He's not a good person. He's not a good father. He's not a good human being. He's mm-hmm. got bad business eth- ethics. Um, and I didn't see that. You know, I was just like, you know what? I, everybody's talking bad about it. Everybody warned me about him. Stay away from this guy. He's a shyster. Cuts corners. He's not going to pay you back. I've had four other deals with him. I, I do bridge loans with him. Not bridge. People make this way. Well, it's an investment. You're not going to get your money back. This is not an investment. This was a loan loan it's so a very big difference money isn't he a big yeah billionaire so what this a bridge loan is is you invest in movies and then you get back you get your money back plus plus, plus. so i did four movies with him where i would give him x amount of money and i get x amount back so the last movie i did was before covid it was about two weeks before covid break broke and he says hey jacks the movie's not going to happen covid's going hollywood shutting down okay cool give me my hundred grand back then well, uh, I moved in out here. This is like, what do you mean? I go, I'm not a fucking Hollywood studio. I'm a family man. I have a son that I have to supply. I got a wife. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not like Sony or Paramount where they're like, oh, whatever, keep the 100 grand. Yeah. Like, I need dude, that money I, back. And not only that, I'm your friend, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm your friend. Like, I've known so much about you. I've done so much. I stuck up for you for so many times. Why can't you give me my money back? 
What is your problem? Yeah. So he would rather tarnish a relationship and say, fuck you, Jax, and 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 not pay me back. I don't know what to do at this point. Like, because I'm, I'm an idiot. I didn't have a contract. It was a handshaking deal. Fuck. I did four other deals with him, which went smoothly. So I thought, okay, yeah. the fifth one's going to be fine. Um, I don't know. So he owes me, I think he owes me 75,000 right now. Yeah. We're about 75,000. So anybody hearing this, if they want to get, help me get that money back, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you 10 off the top. 10 off the top? 10 off the top, cash. Yo, let's so take some So if anybody wants to give me that money, that's 75,000. <laughs> let's go, And if somebody bro. can help me get that money back, that would be great. I don't have the power like 50 cent. Number 50 cent, he owed 50 cent money. Yeah. It was a big deal. And yeah. And he got his money by Monday. Well, Remember yeah, the money yeah, by yeah. Monday? Yeah. And I did, I did message uh, 50 cent about it and everything. I, I told Lala, get a hold of 50 cent for me. Give me some info. What do I do? I mean, I'm a family guy. Like I'm, like, I'm not a studio. I don't have that kind of money where I can just, oh, there's 75 grand. Yeah. No, that's I worked my ass off for that money. I need that back. Exactly. I go, you don't have to give me the interest or whatever. Just pay me back what I gave you. That's yeah. fine. No, 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 no. Being around the bush. No, no talk to me. So he's just, he just seems like a scumbag. He's just a scumbag. Visually he's a terrible and person. Just, and he would rather burn bridges and, and lose friends rather than just do the right thing. Like, why can't you just do the right thing? He should. He should. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it though. Yeah. So it's, it's really heartbreaking. It really is. And, and people warned me. I, I just didn't see it. I was just, you know what? He's never done anything wrong to me. So I was kind of like, yeah. Okay. You know, but it's my fault. What would you say your vice is? My what? Vice. For example, uh, so personally, I, I love alcohol, but I like shrooms. Yeah. So I, it's definitely going to become legal soon. Uh, and I like microdosing like chocolate shrooms because I feel like I drink less. There's no hangover. And I just think more creatively. Right. Uh, what would you would you say you're alcohol for sure? Uh, it, you know, I go ups and downs with alcohol. I think owning a bar has gotten a little. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not a really big drinker, but ever since I opened this bar, it's been tough because every time I go there, people want to buy me drinks. But yeah. Uh, you know, and I used to, I used to get after it really big time back in the day. And I, you know, ever since, like I said, got married and have a kid that all had to stop. You know, I'm like, I just don't want to do that For kind sure. of thing anymore. And, you know, it was over, but, uh, I do love to smoke weed. You do? I do. I'm a big, big, big Oh, weed let's smoker. go. So, Same. uh, usually around six o'clock, I'll meet my wife on the couch and, you know, she'll do whatever hers and I'll do what I have to do. And, and, uh, like the microdosing, the mushrooms is kind of good too. I like doing yeah. that just to, I don't want to take medication. I do have the ADHD and stuff I've like prescribed that. Adderall and I stopped taking it. You know why? No joke. Magic mind right here. Yeah. So it's a, uh, basically a mushroom shot, but it's not actual psilocybin. It's filled with like nootropics, lion's mane, and it's all that jazz to get you a steady flow state of energy. So I take this in the morning with my coffee. Yeah. And you dump it in your coffee? No, no, no. Cause it tastes kind of like greeny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it tastes good. I just, but I just, it's fucking I feel fire. Like... If you want to try it, it's good. It's just like a steady flow state of energy. There's minimal caffeine in it, ginseng and stuff. I'll try it. Does it taste like crap? No, it's actually pretty good for the ingredient list, you know? Uh, and you can feel it's delicious, the, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and you can feel the effects of it. I'm not even kidding, especially with the coffee. You only need one cup of coffee because coffee gives me anxiety. Yeah, it does. But I need my cup of coffee in the morning, and I like and I like crap coffee. Like I hate Starbucks. I like gas station AM PM truck driver coffee. Really? Yes. I'm I'm a huge AM PM fan. So if you're listening <laughs> to this, I, I am. I, I, oh my god! I reach out to them all the time. They Free follow guess. me on social media, but everybody makes fun of me because I always walk with my AM PM gas station coffee. I just love gas station coffee. It's my favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm like a Folgers, Maxwell House, and gas station coffee. Yeah, are Old you school. a productive stoner? Because like I can't wake and big. I can't wake up and then go to the gym high. No, I have a lot of no, friends that can. No. Can't do it. And I, I act like an idiot. Like, I, like I, I just, I'll, be, I'll stare, I'm like stare at a wall for an hour. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, I do it bro. before I go to bed now. Uh, I started smoking when my father died. 
I went through a hole. My dad passed away. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And this was five years ago. And I was in a hole and I would lock myself in my man cave in my apartment. And and my my wife, now my wife was like, you can't keep doing this. I was just depressed. And I would sit in my room and I would drink by myself. And that's when it was getting bad. When you start drinking by yourself, you sit in a hole and shut your door. And I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I was just in a bad, bad place. I lost my dad. He was my best friend. I I missed him by a day. I was on my way to see him and he died right before I got there. I was like literally the flight the next day. It was a really bad, really bad situation. And I just really, I didn't want to end my life, but I just really wanted to numb my life. I wanted to numb it. And Brittany, thank God, she's like, well, why don't you, we try something? Why don't we try, you know, mar- it was marijuana. Why don't you try something? Like, cause I'm like, I'm not taking pills. I'm not doing drugs. I, I got to do something, but I got to fix my brain. I got to. Mm-hmm. And um, she introduced me to, to, to pot, you know? And you never smoked weed before? No, no smoked cigarettes, never smoked weed, never did anything. Really? No. Interesting. My parents smoked. That's why I hated it so much. I hate cigarettes. Hate Your it. parents smoked being they were conservative smokers. and shit. And like, yeah. oh, really? It was a big thing in the 80s and 90s. Everybody smoked. Yeah. Marble lights, my Marlboros, my dad would be Marble Reds, hardcore. Oh, the cowboy oh, yeah. killers? My dad was a car dealer too. So he was a car dealer. He smoked cigarettes. Okay. You know, so uh, my mom was a hairdresser. You know, just it's just they went with what this they did. This sounds like some like movie shit of like your childhood. Yeah. 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 But my sister and I just growing up with cigarettes, they never smoked in our house. They would smoke outside, but we just hated the smell. I just yeah. hated it. It's gross. Yeah. Are you close to your sister now? I am. I'm very, very close to my sister. Does she live out in LA? Yeah. She lives in Michigan right now. Okay. Are you uh uncle as well? No. Have any kids? No. They have no kids. Uh, they just have a couple dogs. Uh, my sister is in the medical industry, uh, medical field. My brother-in-law is a uh, finished carpenter. They have mm-hmm. a great life. Beautiful boat. They just, Ooh. they have, they have a great life. You yeah. know, they, they work hard, money in the bank, house paid off. Just all, you know, I'm jealous of them sometimes, you yeah, know, yeah. they have a great life. I'm, well, comparatively, dude, out here, you can't even, the property is so freaking expensive. <sighs> I just got my property sh- taxes are due now today. Actually, my property taxes are due today. It's, tw- I pay 22,000 a year in property taxes. 22,000 a year? $22,000 a year. That's a lot of money. And that's just tax. You don't get that's any my out property. for that. I don't get anything back for that. <laughs> that's I just not have to write that's the tax. That's insane. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> Especially at this time of the year. It's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's Where would you want to live? If it anywhere but anywhere here. Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I, I just, I'm so burnt out of California. I'm so burnt out of the spending. I'm so burnt out of just, I don't want to get into all that stuff. I yeah. just, I'm just, I'm just burnt out. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to slow things down. I'm getting older. I want, you know, I'm, I'm more, it's more about my kids now. Uh, I, I miss strip malls, middle America, <laughs> you know, TGI Fridays, Fridays, Applebee's like, yes. you know, I, I want to be in bed by nine. Like, I, I hate that. I sound like such an old man, but this is just, I just live for my kid now. Like what he wants to do. And, I just wish you could grow up like how I did, you know? And I just, it's tough here. It's tough. They don't make it easy for for people out here. You know, they don't make it for the young people. They don't make it easy for entrepreneurs. They don't make it easy for anybody out here. It's constantly grinding. I don't know how anybody retires out here. How? How are you supposed to retire living here? Yeah. It's impossible. It's too expensive. And I I personally, you found a wonderful girl and wife now with Brittany, uh, which congratulations. That's amazing. And I see you happy and stuff. But I hate dating in LA. Every the drop of the story this week was from a few years ago, but it's usually just a bad date. Girls will ask you what you do before how you're doing. They'll ask you what your sign is. It's an interview. Just it's want, not a date. It's not. Yeah, it's an interview. <laughs> That's a good way to fucking. It's an interview. It. And I hate how, like, it, this town is made for older guys and younger girls because girls, in my experience out here, they want the life they want they expect 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 rather than build with you. And it's changed within the last I want to say 
you know, five to 10 years, there was a shift. I don't know what happened here where just, I, I have, you know, I have about two or three uh, single friends. They were grandfathered in. I don't have much sing many single friends anymore. I don't really have any comment. I, I hang out with parents now, like, you know, other dads and stuff like that. Is JM single? We JM we single, yeah. Yeah, he's one of the ones yeah. that are grandfathered in because he was single when I was single. So there's only a couple left. And I just, I don't really have much in common with my single friends. I talk to them once in a while, how are you guys doing? But I, when I hear what they do, I just, no offense. I just, I couldn't imagine being single. I, no. I would kill myself if I was single. I wouldn't know what to do. My wife runs our life. She's the rock of our family. I love my situation. She tells me what to do, where I need to be. I love it. But just the fact of being single and going out there and dating, oh, starting over, like, what do you like to do? Where do you like to go? Oh, God. It's miserable, God. I No offense. You're a young guy. You should be single. But the fact, I, I listen to my friends, like, oh, I went on this date last night and did this, like, just going out making small talk with somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, God. I sounds Shrooms miserable. help small talk for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I Let bet, me tell yeah. you, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm actually want to interest in this people like dude what did he get from trader joe's today <laughs> <laughs> i would have to be on that to go on a date yes yeah for sure yeah Just i would, have a little yeah. magic mind shot i always uh, tell my wife i'm like please don't ever leave me please i don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> would there ever be a show before we go i took way too much of your time would there ever be a show at jax's absolutely and i would love that and maybe that could maybe happen in the works yeah yeah uh God, I wish i could tell you I, i'm gonna have to come back in january when more things are announced yeah yeah, yeah. and i'll we'll we'll carry on this conversation but Let's yeah there's it, there's stuff there yes yeah, love that i just want to get in trouble i'll get a phone call from nbc oh, no. jack shut the fuck up like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i do that i sometimes i say things i'm not supposed to so i have to be very careful well for sure well, do you want to plug anything before you go you have, uh, a, well, podcast. Just you have a podcast i do too, have a right? podcast when reality hits wherever you get your podcasts uh britney and i are basically on there talking about everything in life vanderpump rules where the show's going if britney and i are coming back uh Ooh. we like to interview villains i was a villain so i think villains are very important to reality tv if you do not have a villain then you do not have a reality show um villains are why people turn tune in so i like to interview villains especially from other shows and figure out what triggers them what what made you become a villain because no one sets out to be a villain on tv show you just like I, i'm not gonna like i didn't go in to be a villain it just happened yeah you know i tell what the people want to hear like i'm not gonna sugarcoat shit i'm not gonna do stuff just to be good on tv if people don't like me then whatever but i like to interview villains because i think they're very interesting they're mm -hmm. interesting people if you don't have a villain, like, villain then you don't you? have a huh like who hurt you what do you mean who hurt me? Like villains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, where, how did <laughs> they, they have go? Some like, drama yeah, I call myself get... a reformed villain. I'm a reformed villain. Okay. You know? Oh, you're a reformed uh, F boy, too. Huh? I'm Ref a reformed F boy. Yeah. God. <laughs> God, I got through that phase of my life, too. What would you say um, I am? Because my status is, I'm still on the show, by the way. It's a weekly basis, eliminations. Yeah. You like still it? Still on the show. I, I, I do. But what would you say I am? Well, I don't know personally. I do know you. Per yeah, I do. Uh, I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> you're you're me. You're 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 me at your age. I, I was I was you at your age. I literally all I cared about, and this is a terrible thing. And I, like I said, I love my wife more than anything. But all I cared about was hooking up with girls. That's all I cared about. All I cared about was going out, partying. And what girl I was going to bring home. That's and he all I care about. assumes I do all those things. I just, that, that's just, I, I, I don't know what. And I didn't care who I hurt. I've steamrolled over all my friends. I was a backstabber. I didn't care. I was just trying to climb the top and I didn't care who I hurt. Did whatever I had to do. And it was just, I got like the song, Blinded by the Light. I was blinded by Hollywood for a long time. I just didn't give a shit. Just all I did want to do is party and have sex. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I didn't care about anything else. Not a bad it was lifestyle. Awful. No, it was great at not the time. Not sustainable, but no, it's not. And it's just it, again, when I was doing it too, there was no so, there was no social media. Okay, which there is was better. No, now there was, I was finding I had, out. We had flip phones when I was doing this. Okay, I was at a razor. Okay, that there was I nothing. Razor, yeah. I got out. Of, I I had a. It was a good time when I was doing it. Let's just say that. Now I don't know how people get away with. I don't know how people get away with anything now. Social media. Yeah. 
You know, life was a lot better before social media. Let me just tell you, it was a lot better. All right, before we dive into that, we're going to end this bad boy. <laughs> I want to thank Jax Taylor for coming on. What? Uh, listen to When Reality when Hits. When Reality Hits with Jax and Brittany, wherever yeah, you get your podcasts. Stay tuned on his uh, Instagram, Mr. Jax Taylor. Mr. Jax Taylor. And uh, I will be back on House of Villains. I know I got voted off, but I make a comeback. Oh, baby, me likey. I want to thank Purple Banter, Katya and LJ. Happy Dad, Magic Mind. What a great episode. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me, man. Right, see Talk you forever. I've been doing